Welcome to Smart Branding, a podcast dedicated to branding, naming, and domain names. I'm Tatiana Bonneau, and with my guests, we try to help you create and grow strong, memorable, and meaningful brands online. I believe time is one of our most precious assets, and so I want to thank you in advance if you decide to spend the next 30 minutes with us. I promise to do my best to make those worth it. Let's go! Tell me, tell me about you. What what do you do at Robosoft? Yeah, so uh, yeah, just before what I do at Robosoft, I uh, I'll just talk about a f- uh, few minutes on myself. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I grew up in Bombay, uh, Mumbai, which is India's commercial capital, and uh, I I come from a s- small village in south of India when my parents migrated to Bombay. And uh, I'm an engineer, electronics engineer, and an MBA in technology management. I'm also a student of uh, ontology. Ontology is a science of uh, human being and human existence. So I love understanding humans. So that's why I keep asking a lot of questions to people. <laughs> my, <laughs> how does that of... affect? How does that affect your business? Do you think that helps you yeah, generally? Yeah, yeah, yeah? we're in the people business right and both professionally and personally uh, it's all about people i i lead a team of around 1100 people so uh, and we are in the services business so uh, motivating leading uh, giving them a purpose and interacting with them and understanding their point of view building those relationships and those emotional connects becomes very important and as mm. human beings we're not trained to uh, I mean, we're always always trained to understand our own perspective and not trained to understand the other's perspective. And if I can do that uh, in whatever better way I can, I think taking the team along and, and with a common purpose, shared purpose and a shared vision uh, makes it a bit easier. And uh, so, the, so, the, so at the age of 26, I was introduced to this concept. It's an American company called Landmark Education. They're present in France also, present in India and uh, and globally. So there's a curriculum for living. You know, why do we behave the way we behave? Uh, uh, you know, why do we react the way we react? Uh, we are driven from the past. How do we create a future from the future and not from uh, mm. the past? You know, so, you know, so uh, when I have a I mean, we already have some prejudice about how how a boss is, or how a uh, Indian is, or how an American is, or how a French is. We we mm-hmm. come with these, we with these uh, filters, and mm-hmm. uh, can can I look at somebody by dropping these filters and look and and really listening to what the other person is saying rather than listening through the filters. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a difficult task. So that yeah, um, I can so imagine. Yeah, it helps yeah. build relationships. So, uh, so, so I've been in the IT and the consulting field mostly, and my first job was selling uh, solutions. It was computer-aided design and uh, CAD CAM solutions in Bombay. It was an American company called Intergraph. Then uh, uh, I did my MBA, and I worked with one of the largest IT companies called TCS, Tata Consultancy Services. The Tata Group is is a big mm-hmm. group in India. Yeah. And, I think uh, they, globally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You struggle to find somebody who doesn't know them. That's great. Yeah, so I was work, working with them, and 
and then we came out some of us came out and created a company uh, near bombay there's a city called pune uh, sometimes called the oxford of the east there's a lot of okay. uh, universities around and we created a company called nihilant and nihil in latin means nothing so mm-hmm. i was uh, so i was uh, i was heading the change management practice change management consulting helping organizations change and uh, and and the philosophy was that uh, that we can change is only possible when we can ground ourselves to a state of zeroness or nothingness when mm-hmm. when you when you when you become nothing everything becomes the possibility so that mm-hmm. was philosophy of nihilant and uh, nihil in latin meant nothing so uh, but if you are only changing from where you are then you can only incrementally change and in the past is still defining uh, how mm-hmm. uh, it should be but if you're grounding yourself to zero then uh, you know a new possibility is created so that was the philosophy i was there for 17 years uh, as part of the enterprise transformation and change management group then i got headhunted uh, by a search firm called Spencer Stewart to uh, they were finding a ceo for robosoft and robosoft uh, is a 25 year old company and uh, founders uh, had started this company 25 years back they had private equity investment but they were they were realizing that they need a professional ceo to come in and, and grow the company so i joined them end of 2017 and uh, so robosoft is headquartered in a small temple town beach town called udupi u d u p i it's a, it's in south of india it's a very very small town tier 4 town but surrounded by good universities nice food nice a uh, lot of universities temples mosques mm-hmm. churches great work life balance and it has become a uh, a big case study in the in the last few weeks when robosoft got sold to a japanese company uh, called technopro and uh, the whole news was about how a small town company can mm-hmm. create a global organization and robosoft had a special relationship with and still has a special relationship with apple so uh, mm-hmm. back in 96 when robosoft was created everyone had intel a uh, microsoft intel machines but apple was still uh, 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 the design uh, standard but not a mass product yet but mm-hmm. founders uh, they bet on apple and did a lot of work on apple games applications device drivers and did a lot of work and then when steve jobs launched iphone uh, our founders were there in cupertino california uh, for the launch of iphone and the first 500 apps out of the first 500 apps that went on the app store five were done by robosoft because apple mm-hmm. used to give their uh, uh, their uh, uh, software much in advance before the com- before the commercial launch and we could play with it and and uh, you know create yeah. applications same as with apple watch and ipad everything we got it first because of that special relationship and apple used to refer robosoft to a lot of their clients and that's how the special apple relationship and then in 2007 we we became a mobile app development company because cios talked about mobile first and uh, everyone wanted to be on mobile all startups and entrepreneurs said smartphones and of course mm. beyond apple there was a time that time there was blackberry and symbian and and android and now of course ios and android are the most popular uh, uh, mobile platforms 
and in 2017 i joined and becoming i came from a consulting background so we had uh, we already had the technology capability we had the design capability so also very important uh, is when you're developing something for such a small device mm -hmm. it has to be very simple it has to be very user friendly and uh, design plays an important role and engineers like me we're not good at uh, user design we're mm -hmm. good at you're good at technical design, but understanding from a user's perspective how easy it is. For me, it mm -hmm. was a bit easy because I, I had learned human understanding mm -hmm. philosophy, but design people, how do you make it simple? How do you uh, design for everybody and not just for a few? How do you design for a blind person? How do you design for uh, uh, you know differently abled people? So we had the UX user experience and user interface design capability. And then uh, I added the consulting capability. We use a technique uh, Tatiana called design thinking. Design thinking is not just about uh, uh, creativity, it's about empathy. How do I empathize with the end user who's the user of the platform that I'm building? And how do mm -hmm. I go that person and listen to that person, listen to his or her stories and, and get some insights uh, mm -hmm. and latent which can then become the differentiator of the product that I'm building and uh, solve a particular problem for those particular users. So we mm -hmm. help, although we are a business to business services company, we, I mean, we build platforms for digital platforms, online platforms for McDonald's, for, uh, uh, for ESPN, for uh, uh, various brands uh, yeah can you hear me sorry um, yeah just i've just lost you there for a second yeah yeah is it okay now yeah yeah is it okay yeah yeah so so we work with uh, 2000 plus brands walmart and and mcdonald's and uh, delta airlines espn uh, uh, banks franklin templeton retail and e-commerce companies so so helping them understand what should be the features and functionality of the product designing for that and then building the technology and then uh, you know putting it up in production on the app store so we call ourselves a full service digital transformation company and mm -hmm. we've got offices in india as i said headquartered in udupi and other offices in bombay and bangalore and in the US, we are in San Francisco, and in Japan, we are in Tokyo. So we are 1,100 people, uh, and 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 our purpose, uh, uh, Tatiana, is that we we believe that we are simplifying uh, every life on Earth. Our purpose is simplifying lives. That means we are simplifying the way people buy online, the way people transact online, the way people. Uh, bank online, get entertained, pay, uh, and mm -hmm. so anything that we done online, we believe that we are simplifying that task or that life uh, mm -hmm. so that they can do things sitting on their couch while traveling in their cars or working from their offices. They don't need to stand in queues and, mm -hmm. and uh, sweat themselves. So it's, so, yeah. Yeah. It's simplifying and improving, I would say. Yeah, that's exactly what you say. And and you mentioned you are B two B, but ultimately, 
even in that case, the, your end user, the people that are going to end up using that technology are people, are humans. That's, that's great. Yeah. 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 That's so, very cool. Correct. So, so I've spent four years now in Robosoft and uh, uh, with the TechnoPro acquisition, with the Japanese acquisition, uh, we've got another uh, five-year business plan where we believe that we're going to become more global we're going to add Japan as a huge market, and uh, and some of our folks. Uh, we are still a lot of work gets done from India, so for us uh, the engineering work and that might become more global by doing it more locally in in the US, in Japan, and in Europe. Uh, we've got uh, customers in France too, so in Spain mm -hmm. and France. I've never been there, but uh, AdCop is one of the big clients that. Uh, uh, we have, and they are a big staffing company, I think headquartered mm -hmm. in France or Switzerland. And uh, yeah, so so growth and uh, solving, simplifying people's uh, online uh, tasks is what we, what we do. That's great. And do you have any idea, because you, you mentioned you came around about four years ago, how, how did the name Robosoft come along? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, these names, uh, uh, some, uh, there are interesting ways of coming up with these names. A lot of people think Robosoft means we are in the robotics business. We build robots. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, uh, so that's not true. We, we build a digital platform. So uh, the, the founder uh, uh, person, the, the name of the founder who's now exited, he's, he's encashed, mm -hmm. no longer with the company, but his name is Rohit Bhatt. And, okay. Uh, Ro comes from there, and uh, I think uh, he he probably said Ro Robasoft, and I think he mm -hmm. he socialized that with others, and they said Robasoft doesn't really sound good. Make it Robosoft, mm -hmm. and, and then came Robosoft, and then the okay. logo also you see uh, it's a small R. If you see the logo, it's a small R. Mm -hmm. Comes Robosoft uh, with Rohit R, and but it it. It's almost like flying, you know, like a bird, mm -hmm. and and there's a red color to it. So I think there is some background to it. I might be totally wrong if I'm really, uh, uh, you know, representing it the way it was created. I think it was created by chance, and uh, that's how. And and we continue to keep that brand and keep that logo and and the mm -hmm. red color. And it'll move on. So even with the Techno Pro integration. Uh, the the brand will remain, and it's quite possible that TechnoPro is a 1.5 billion dollar company. We are just a small 40 million dollar company, but over a period of time, our brand is far more uh, uh, far more uh, uh, strong in the digital space. So we mm -hmm. might list it separately as a uh, as a separate entity and a bigger entity uh, than than TechnoPro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. You mentioned um, generally literally what you do is uh, you, you help people in the digitalization process. And now with the pandemic, there has been a lot of like everybody is talking about acceleration of that process. Um, and I've, I've written an article about it and it's, it's literally on everybody's um, agenda to, to it's 
I guess we suddenly don't have a choice. People that were thinking or companies that were thinking, you know, I may wait for it or like it's not a priority now or it's too hard to do. I, I read some report um, that was covering that where entrepreneurs are um, talking about how quickly sometimes like over months or even weeks now they manage to react and improve, you know, their online presence, the incorporate online or digital into how they manage their staff, how they manage all of their operations. So all of that, and, and the obvious question is, why haven't you done this before? Since it's, you know, easier, cheaper, more reliable. And the most common answers are, yeah, I didn't think it's a priority uh, or it was too, too hard to even look into changes changing some of those processes that have been like that since forever. So what, what are your thoughts on, on that? How, because obviously the pandemic has affected how um, people do business and how people live. Um, I guess that's a two level question. One is how did it affect you as a company, your business? And, and how do you think it will continue to affect everybody in the yeah. after COVID world? Yeah. Uh, yeah, great question, uh, Tatiana. Uh, I think what the pandemic has done is that it has changed human behavior. So we could have done all this fast tracking of digital transformation and digital experiences as service providers, as product companies, uh, to uh, which is going to impact human beings. But whether the world was ready, whether humans were ready to buy online, and you know, some of us were. But with the with pandemic, we were forced to. I mean, uh, in India, we, uh, we were largely a cash economy. I mean, I used to take cash everywhere, uh, credit cards, mm -hmm. etc. were not accepted everywhere, except in good restaurants or good hotels or good grocery shops. But now I pay, I, I carry no cash. Google Pay mm -hmm. or uh, uh, equivalents of that in India are even a small grocery shop. If I need to pay a dollar, he accepts Google Pay. So mm -hmm. that was forced by the pandemic. Not that they had a choice, but they had forced by the pandemic. So I think the pandemic helped to fast track digital transformation in a way we couldn't have fast tracked on our own because mm -hmm. human behavior changed overnight and it's difficult to change uh, human behavior. And some of the leaders can. So a Steve Jobs can or a, uh, or a Google can uh, lead and, and, and change uh, human behavior through their products and technology, but not all of us can. So, so that's why I think we were slow. At, uh, most of our customers were slow in accepting uh, digital uh, transformation in their own companies, but now they have no choice. Now, how it has impacted us is that now everyone wants to be on digital. Everyone okay. uh, says that, hey, I need McDonald's online. People need to buy burgers online. People need to buy uh, clothes online. People need to get their food deliveries. Uh, I, don't, I cannot go to a restaurant. So the person has to come to me and deliver mm -hmm. food. So everything uh, had to be done online and uh, we were flooded with projects. And today we are at a stage where we have to choose which projects we are able to do mm -hmm. because there's a, there's a huge demand for digital and talent and the supply of digital and talent is not so, uh, so much. Mm -hmm. And I have to really, I mean, these people uh, have their salaries have grown uh, two X or three X three times than what I used to pay uh, earlier. So mm -hmm. the customer, so everyone's priority is digital and being uh, fortunately being in the space uh, uh, in what we are, our, our 
business really was impacted hugely and positively and a lot of businesses went south and didn't do well but uh, banks uh, uh, you know media companies i mean we we have done a, a platform uh, and you should download it it's in europe also it's called discovery plus so all okay. the content on discovery channels animal planet discovery food network travel network so we've created a netflix equivalent platform for discovery to have all their content on that app so the so the way uh, we have stopped going to theaters we watch everything mm-hmm. uh, online we have stopped uh, going to restaurants and grocery shops we're buying online we have stopped going to banks uh, we are doing banking online so i think that has positively hugely uh, helped our company we've grown uh, uh, twice in in just one year we were just 500 people and now we are mm-hmm. 1100 so 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 i foresee that it's going to continue because it's changed our behavior we are all working from home uh, and i used to mm-hmm. have struggle in my office to create policies where people said hey i want to work from home can i get a day working from mm-hmm. home in a month and we were uh, our mindsets were stuck that Mm-hmm. uh you know i have to see the people whom i'm working yeah. with otherwise i don't trust them they could they will not work they will skip work but mm-hmm. uh, covid has proved that by working from home we were forced to work from home productivity has improved work life balance has improved they mm-hmm. don't need to travel uh, uh, in bombay and bangalore where it takes one and a half hours to travel one way and one and a half hours to travel back home 3 hours mm-hmm. of waste of time can yeah. that 3 hours i can spend time with my family or i can do my hobbies or i can work more if i am passionate about my work so we've given 3 hours of uh, time to our employees who can decide how they want to uh, use that particular time so post covid when things are going to open up we don't foresee that we, uh, everyone is going to come back to office 100% so mm-hmm. we our research and our feedback from employees say that uh, if in a week 5 days of work maybe uh, two days we want to come to office and three days at home so it's a 60 40% 60% from home 40% mm-hmm. people are, of course still missing come to coming to office because they want to they want to meet the social factor yeah factor they want to gossip right they uh, about <laughs> their boss and about uh, yeah, who uh, are you going to complain about your husband and your kids i mean <laughs> <laughs> correct so they want to come to office but uh, some people want 100% from home i mean some people want uh, to come to office uh, you know some people say hey i've got my grandparents and my in-laws and my children they don't let me work i want to go to office mm-hmm. so some people yeah. want to come to office and for that so we are quite flexible so i think the covid has covid has helped in in creating flexible policies more employee friendly policies and uh, and 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 digital uh, becomes the norm uh, uh, globally uh, as well as in india yeah definitely definitely the case you mentioned feedback from your employees so that that's i think a very important thing to not just pass by the fact that you do ask them and you do talk it's not just you know coming okay that's the decision that's something is that something that you've always done or did that as well come with the pandemic no we try to tatiana i mean i'm as i said i'm a i when i interact with humans i want to understand and listen and 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 get their perspective on things uh, i might not be able to accept everything what they say because of there course. is a organizational perspective there's an employee perspective so the i i'm 
I'm very pro-employee. I'm, I'm like uh, speaking to them every quarter using town halls. My leadership meetings happen every month. So uh, there is both formal feedback and informal feedback that I take. So my decision making is also such that, you know, uh, I don't decide on myself by myself. I have so many people who might interact with and get feedback before uh, improving mm -hmm. a policy, deciding on a policy. So, so yeah, it's it's not just during COVID that we have taken employee feedback, but we've been. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are saying change our bank account because a salary account. Because the bank that we are working with is a public sector, government-owned bank, very slow, very bad on technology. Can we get mm -hmm. to a foreign bank or a private-owned uh, bank who can give us a better service? So I think we are uh, changing that too. So I think a lot of changes are happening uh, with 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 Robosoft. That's great. And I don't want to hold you too long. I guess my last question would be: Now that you you've got um, acquired, what what's next? What's next for Obisov? Yeah, big things. Uh, uh, we have got a five-year uh, plan. Uh, the company that acquired us, uh, Tatiana, is a staffing company. So what they do is mm -hmm. they provide engineers to their customers. Their their customers are largely in manufacturing and automotive in Japan. So Toyota, Nissan, Mitsubishi are their customers, mm -hmm. and they provide engineers to them we although we have engineers uh, we don't provide engineers we provide solutions solved mm -hmm. by our engineers. so we are a solutioning company and they are a staffing company so they have a vision to to, to transform themselves from a staffing to a solutioning company they've got 20,000 okay. engineers I only have thousand engineers but mm -hmm. they look towards Microsoft to guide them and give them a framework and a methodology of how to transform from a staffing to a solutioning company. Because staffing company, uh, you know, is a commoditized business. Providing engineers, mm -hmm. the margins that you make is uh, low. But if you're solving problems, if you're adding value, then mm -hmm. your operating margins are quite higher and customers ready to pay a premium for that. So, so our next five years is focusing on helping, growing into a billion dollar uh, solutioning company, uh, becoming more global, uh, some of ours, including myself, we might shift to the U.S. Uh, because U.S. is a big market uh, for us, and uh, and creating uh, uh, you know local capabilities and skills in the U.S. and and so so U.S. and Japan become most important markets for us from a customer perspective. And then uh, once we are fairly growing and successful in these markets, uh, U.K. is also uh, U.K. and Europe. Are important markets for us so that's plan two so that's going to happen in the next two years but immediately us and japan are big so from mm -hmm. uh, uh, so uh, so huge growth and uh, because uh, as you rightly mentioned because of covid and pandemic everyone is talking digital so if we don't take advantage of the opportunities mm. that are in the next one year two year three years uh, that'll be not good i mean and, and we are expanding ourselves to make take mm -hmm. advantage of uh, uh, this growth, you're going to be very busy. <laughs> That's a yes. good thing. <laughs> okay, can I just ask one more question? I just thought of it because you, you keep talking about the type of clients you work with, uh, and I'm sure from from our audience, like not everybody is McDonald's. You know, <laughs> like what what does a business, what size or what type of business does one have to be to be able to work with you? You know, good question, Tatiana, because 
while I talked about big companies who are transforming themselves uh, in the digital space, we, we work with a lot of startups. So today, I mean, there's a big startup in India. It's called Paytm. Today, it's valued at almost uh, $10 billion and they're going IPO. And we started work with them when they were nothing. They were like, I have an idea. The entrepreneur said, mm -hmm. I have an idea. And the idea was uh, that we want to do peer-to-peer -peer payment. If I want to pay uh, $10 to Tatiana, can I do it through my mobile? That was mm -hmm. like 10 years back. And that was the mm -hmm. idea. Built that. And uh, of course, we charge for the work that we did. But today, they have become what they call themselves as a super app. That means you, you, you don't do just payments on it. You do e-commerce, you do banking, you do uh, ride sharing, you can do everything. It's like a super mm -hmm. app. That has happened over a period of time. But we were involved when they were almost like $0. And today mm -hmm. they're at a $10 billion valuation. So we work with entrepreneurs who have an idea, who believe that uh, uh, this idea is going to grow big. Some will, of course, grow big, some might not. But mm -hmm. we work with them to take them to uh, a certain stage where then they can take that to uh, VCs uh, and uh, private equities and get some Series A, Series B, Series C funding, which they can use for building uh, more technology and more platforms and mm -hmm. using it for digital marketing. So our customers are both startup entrepreneurs who are bootstrapping and probably have Series A, Series B funding at the same time enterprises who believe they're losing out to these new age startups. And if they don't transform themselves to becoming more agile and more digital. So if you've got both type of customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if I, if I sum it up correctly, I, I guess the vision is a key word from what you said. Like, yes. I mean, even, even if they, if, if they have a, an idea, it has to be the sort of idea that would warrant that, growth and that reinvestment and development yeah yeah have they found an opportunity where they're solving a problem at scale you know so mm -hmm. they, they believe that they can solve millions of uh, lives problems because of one opportunity that they saw i mean like uh, we're taking an example of a company in india which was which is saying that they're going to uh, revolutionize the laundry business so they can mm -hmm. they'll come up laundry from my home they will get it ironed, washed, dry cleaned, etc. Earlier, I had to go to my next door laundry shop, maybe a few mm -hmm. uh, meters or kilometers or miles away. But now they're saying they'll all do it digitally. You know, mm -hmm. so they'll come and pick it up and they'll go and do this. It's a small idea, uh, but That's India, so yeah, but a huge opportunity if they can do it at scale. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a good idea. <laughs> it's uh, it sounds simple, but uh, yeah, immediately like yeah, that's that's and would also make more people do it because you're looking at what is the market of people using that service now, but it's limited to the people that can be bothered or there is something close enough and they have the time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, it's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'll, I'm gonna let you go. That's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I think we. We discussed a lot of very interesting, valuable information that our audience would benefit from. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Thank you for joining us in this episode of Smart Branding Podcast. Feel free to visit smartbranding.com for more information and reach out if you have any suggestions, questions, ideas, or just want to learn more about how a good domain name strategy can help you build a strong and successful brand. See you next time. Oh, 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 oh,